mean this was some sort of a game? Hello and welcome to your weekly episode of 49 Undefeated. I am Silent Noise and what can I say, we start the season off Brentford 2, Arsenal 0. I mean, what is going on? But hang on, before I get into the game, I just want to say we've had a little bit of a rebrand going on. The name of the show has changed, the website's changed, everything's kind of been refreshed and updated. I've been missing for a while, struggling with COVID for a little period of time and um, now I'm back up on my feet and the show is going to be evolving as the weeks go on. So I just want to thank everyone out there. I see the people listening in USA. I see people in Nigeria, all over and a few different parts of Africa. And I see even see you in Australia as well. I see you all. And just best believe this is the beginning of the ride. Things are going to change. Things are going to be improving as the weeks go on. So I just thank you for rocking with me. So, uh, yeah. Let me get into the game now because, ugh. all right, straight off the back, we had the news that um, Lacazette and uh, Abamyang both out. And I'm thinking, okay, um, this could be the opportunity that we need to freshen up the team. We had a similar situation back end of last, last year when um, Smith Rowe and the guys had to come into the team and save the senior players and Towards the end of the season, everything started to gel and everything was working out fine. So in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, let's see. Let's see what the uh, front line of Martinelli, Balogun and Pepe is going to bring with Smith Rose sitting right in the pocket behind them. It sounded like something I wanted to try out and see. And to be fair to the guys, I don't think it was all their fault why we lost this game. I just... I think this team is just in so much of a mess. I have to smile and laugh about it because if I don't, I'm going to be so vexed. It's unbelievable. We got the news that those guys were not going to be in, that Martinelli was going to be starting and Balogun is going to be starting. And, and we all know that must have been hard for Arteta to resist the urge of putting Willian in because before the game, you could already see the fans on Twitter like, going crazy. Don't, don't bring Willian in. Don't let me see Willian starting in this starting lineup. And, you know, he didn't, he resisted the urge. He didn't start Willian, but we still didn't get the result we was after. Um, I'll touch, I'll talk briefly on the game because we all saw it. I don't even want to, you know, go into too much detail because we all saw what of a mess it is. In actual fact, it just kind of carried on from pre-season. Every game that I've watched so far in pre-season, it's just been the same old, same old. We've only really brought in Ben White, who's supposed to be the um, first team addition. The others are not supposed to be starting first team. So with that in mind, it's not like we've made wholesale changes to the team. But we'll get into the transfer and the team a little bit later on in the show. But for now, let's, let's kick on with the game. First, what fifteen minutes was? I think they've. I think the broadcasters showed a graphic of us having seventy percent possession, and we weren't really causing them too much issues. But it's, but we weren't getting questions asked our way as well. We had the ball, but we weren't really doing 
too much with the ball. Um, couldn't even remember first shot on target. It says that we had one in the in the in the first half, one shot on target. I can't even recall what that shot was in the first half. Um, but it's like we had the ball. Everything seemed okay. Everything seemed under control. And then out of nowhere, they started hitting the long balls up to Tony because they saw that <laughs> Ben White, I don't know. I haven't watched too much of Ben White. So I don't know if this is just a part of his game, but it seemed like he can't jump. And I'm not even trying to make a joke or anything like that, but it seems like he ain't really, he does not win those aerial duels because he can't jump. And it's just mad that you got this guy who was a right-sided, a right-footed, a right-sided centre-back in a back three. And now you got him playing as a centre-back in a back four, but he doesn't jump. And that's okay if you've got another centre-back who's going to be going full throttle, going for every header, but when when you come up against a team and they and like what Brentford did, which I think a few other teams will probably do it against us, if even if they go down one goal, they're just gonna say, okay, well let's put two up top because if you occupy one of the defenders, that means you've got another guy free to just sit on Ben White, and at the moment that looks like that could be a problem. I don't, like I said, I haven't seen too many of his games. So I don't know if that's just a flaw in his game or he, he was just having a bit of a bad game. I don't know. But yeah, they they looked like, okay, let's just ping this ball up to Tony and he's either going to get the flick on or he's going to chest it down or he's going to control it. And it looked like Ben White was having a bit of problems with that dealing with that situation um and that seemed to be the game plan that's and yeah we just we just played into their hands I think Leno started doing this thing where he just kept kicking it long he literally just kept kicking it long and their defenders are like thank you very much passing it back to the goalkeeper and it was they were just recycling the ball every time there was a little break in play it was like Leno was taking too long to actually play the initial pass. So by the time he played it, the opposition were just like, okay, we're ready. We're ready now. We're ready to press you. And it was just putting us under more and more pressure. There was a couple, I remember there was a time when um, Mario looked at him as if to say, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you passing me the ball so late when I'm under so much pressure? I don't, I don't understand what was going on there, but Leno was operating on a different game plan from what I think the rest of the team was probably understood what's going to be happening. But but then I look at the whole back line and it's almost like they didn't even train together or they haven't even like had one session together. The back line on loads of occasions are just all over the place. They they were playing they were leaving two on two. And it's like if you see Tierney bombing forward, then you must know Chambers. You, you got to slide across and cover as the as the extra body. You can't be leaving two on two, and knowing that only one of the guys can win his headers. It's ridiculous, but that's 
that's how the play was going from like 20 minute mark. And I think that's when they scored. I think that's when they got their goal. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it came from a set piece. I think they had a corner. The ball went all the way back towards their goalkeeper and he recycled the play, knocked it forward. Chambers then tried to make a clearance. Can't press out after making that half clearance. No one else is near the ball to get a block in or anything like that. And Leno gets beat at the near post. I don't know. I've seen it a couple times and I just don't like goalkeepers getting beat at the near post. I don't care if that shot was fired at like 80 miles per hour and you're right there in front of goal. Like cover your near post and make the guy go to the far post. I don't like seeing keepers at their near post flapping their hands, not knowing where I'll go on. Like, I absolutely hate that. And yeah, that's what happened for the goal. Obviously, Chambers isn't like perfect in that whole scenario as well. He, he clears the ball, which we can't tell if it stayed in or went out. But then he, he, he can't get close enough to the man. And by the time he does get near the man, He's showing him on the inside, like, go and have a pop, mate. So, yeah, between the both of them, um, I just think it's a crap, crap goal to concede. Um, and then from that point on, the one thing you did not want to do was going to the first game of the season against Brentford. We're playing away. You concede the first goal. And it's the first game in God knows how long where fans are actually back in the ground. And the place just was erupting. It was party mode from then on. And it was almost like it took the rest of the second half for the players to get that noise out of their head. Because from then on, the, the atmosphere was just a madness. And, and I'm just watching it at home. And I can already tell the atmosphere was a madness. Imagine being in that stadium. You can't go or go down in that kind of game, especially like that. It's ridiculous. Trust me, I, I was fuming. I was already fuming, but I could see it coming. I could see it all coming. Like many of us fans could. Going into these first three games of the season of the league campaign, we were just all looking at it like, oh, man, with the team that we've got at the moment, nah, forget about it. This isn't this isn't going to go smoothly. I don't think there was any Arsenal fan going into this game with any kind of optimism, um, even for the next couple of games. And even after that, we may, might have like a, a easier game after the first three, but then it picks back up again. Like... At the moment, the the atmosphere around Arsenal, <laughs> it ain't great. It ain't great. And these games are going to make for some hard viewing because, boy, we're going to get ripped. We're going to get ripped on the memes, ripped on the headlines, ripped everywhere. Arsenal fans, it's going to be tough. So just buckle up, man, because <laughs> it don't look like the board or anyone's doing anything anytime soon. So, boy. Let's just let's just see what's gonna happen, man. Um Yeah. There's not even really much else to talk about when it comes to that first half. Um I think we had a half 
a penalty shout where the ball came to the ball came to Balogun and it was almost like he had his legs just sweeped away. The guy took the took a little tiny bit of the ball, clean through Balogun. And all I'm saying is, alright, if that's not a, if that's not a pen, just keep the same energy for the for the whole season. Because when when United and Bruno Fernandez starts going down for his stupidness or all those other guys keep that same energy because that had contact and they just said, nah, he got the ball first. So keep keep the same energy. That's all I'm saying. Because for me, I thought it was a pen. And I think even in commentary, the guys just like kind of just blase over it because it's first game of the season. Ah, first game of the season. Don't don't ask me about VAR decisions. Like what we're watching a game here and that's a clear pen. No one even no one even revisited that. I don't even think they did a check. I don't know. It just looked mad to me. But all I'm saying is that's the standards that we're going on, then let's keep it that way a hundred. Cause I don't want to see no little tap on the heel like David Louise style from last season. And next thing you know, it's a pen. I don't want to see any of those things because that's just nuts to me. But hey, we move. We go into the second half. And for the second half, I don't know if... I don't know if we were playing well or if this was game state. I don't know if Brentford just said, look, there you go. Have the ball. You're not creating anything. We're not. We're not scared. Have the ball. So for that first like 20, 25 minutes of that second half, when it seemed like we was applying pressure and it seemed like we're getting more um, chances and having these like moments where we might be able to create something to score a goal. I don't know whether that was just Brentford just taking a little breather and saying, cool, let, let's, let's see what you guys can do because we're calm. Like we're good right now. Um, because Lo and behold, like again, when when we're on top or when it seems like we're just about to apply that pressure, bam, they come back and score. The the ball goes out of play, goes for a throw-in, and I think it's like the third long throw that they've had in this game. And we haven't dealt with any of them with any kind of confidence. Like I said, I don't I don't think the centre backs know. Wagwan like with each other it looked like they just they haven't been playing ball together um and I admit it's first game of the season I know but this it, it's the same stuff that we've been seeing in pre-season as well and some of the stuff is just you can't excuse it you're a defender playing in the Premier League and you've been playing in the Premier League both of them guys have been playing in the Premier League now for a couple of years and you got to just deal with your deal with your man, deal with it. But no, the throw comes in. Okay, Leno might get pinned a little bit, but for me, I don't think that's a foul. I don't think that's a foul. Like goalkeeper should be instead of getting pinned and complaining about that, I'd rather see my goalkeeper punching through loads of people and then get the foul that way. Because we all see that week in, week out. But no, he gets pinned. The ball bounces in the six-yard box. Like, I don't even... 
I don't even know how that happens off a long throw. The ball comes, it goes over Mary's head and it bounces and White loses track of the ball and Tierney is nowhere to cover out the back stick behind that. The whole thing is a mess. From goalkeeper to centre-back to left-back, the whole scenario is a mess and I don't understand from a set-piece how everyone is just all over the place. Like, it seems like we can only defend when we're in play at the moment because because um because the way that people were running with the ball running at them and uh you got someone running back to kind of cover and help another person out and no one's really taking responsibility so it's hard to notice how bad it is but in a set piece when you need organization you need people talking to each other you need that leadership all of that is just gone and everyone's just looking at each other and they could have had a couple of chances like that like a couple more chances like that. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, how, how are we conceding goals like that? Like in the Premier League, it's mad. I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't, man. And there we go, two nil down. Like from the moment that got second goal went in, I think everyone knew game done. Like lock it off, game done, because. If we we ain't come close to testing them. I think there was what a couple half chances following that. I think uh, I think Xhaka had a half scuff shot come from outside the box that weren't really threatening. Tierney hit like a low shot to their near post. Keeper's just lying on it. It's cool. It's calm. Don't worry about it. I think Smith Rowe had a half chance. But again, nothing clinical, nothing, nothing really going on with any any kind of sustained pressure or or periods of play where I'm thinking, okay, yeah, now now we're we're in the danger zone. No, they I think I think Brentford just allowed us to have the ball for that first twenty minutes of that second half and said, Show us what you can do. We'll we'll take a breather. You show us what you can do. And their goalkeeper was chilling. He he weren't worked at all. So, man, I don't know. So, when I see situations like this happening, I I have to ask myself, okay, regardless of what's happening with the team in terms of transfers, Regardless of the transfer window, I don't even want to talk about the transfer window right now. With this gameplay, with what I'm seeing on the pitch, is this a problem with the players only or is this Mikel Arteta not being able to coach any kind of style of football into these players? Because we keep talking about Mikel Arteta like he he can... You know, because he won the FA Cup, we're giving him grace and we think there's a good manager in there. But from what I see from this guy so far, this guy looks more David Moyes than he does Pep. And he's a player that spent a lot of time playing outside Spain. 
And I'm not seeing a lot of that Spanish football traits in what we're doing at Arsenal. I'm not seeing any of that. I'm not seeing no intricate plays. I'm not seeing passes that are surprising me or even surprising the opposition. Like I'm watching it and where where I think that ball's going to go, that ball is going next. And there's certain players in this team that, okay, I don't think are good enough. And, I, and I've said this already, like there's certain players in this team, I've said this in past episodes, like I'm ready, I've already moved on from certain mans in this team. But the fact that he's not even working a different style of play or, or a different system or anything, it's just like, it's literally the same thing that we've been watching from last season all season long and that got us eighth and we're doing the same thing we did the same thing in preseason, and we're doing it again folks <laughs> we're doing the same thing again it's nuts to me and that's when I start to question Mikel Arteta because that's when I think this guy this guy doesn't know I wish him the best I want him to do well but does he know does he know how to play differently like I'm not sure. And if the jury's still out on Mikel Arteta, and I think for him, I think the jury's out on what his best team is because I would have thought by now you would know you're starting 11. But because we have so much waste, man, in this starting 11, I don't even think he knows he's starting 11. If everyone was fully fit, I don't even think he'll pick a good starting 11 because I don't think he knows it. And that's another problem. But like I said, that's the coaching side of the problem. He's a manager, so he should be able to coach and he's got to deal with the other side of the things. And the other side of the things is what we're going to come to in terms of transfers, because that's a whole nother beast. That's a whole nother problem going on with this team right now that, man, it pains, it pains these us Arsenal fans to, to see what's going on with this team right now, because it's so far away from the good days. It's so far away from the good days that it's just not even the same arsenal. And it's not. And there's a lot of blame to be placed, but it's too early in the season. People, people, people are going to get onto me saying, it's first game of the season, bro. Like, chill out. You lost one game. But we, we know what's around the corner and we can see it. So, man, what can I say? In terms of the game, after the, after, after the, uh, they scored their second goal, there wasn't really much going on. They were wasting time a little bit, get, getting like a few fouls, um, breaking up play a little bit. But again, I think they were just taking a breather. I think they were just like, okay, let me gather myself now. You go down, we get another breather, and then we go again. Uh, we made a few subs. Um, who was it that came on? Um, Saka came on for Balogun, which I, I could understand. They put Pepe down the middle, put Saka on the left. Um, didn't make no change. Didn't make no change. Saka tried. The one thing I do actually want to say is the Brentford fans. Like, I don't know if this is going to be a running thing for each team that we go and play away at, or even if they do it while we're at home. 
But the fans applauding Saka as he comes on, the opposition fans doing that, yo, like, hats off on a level. It, I wasn't expecting it from Brentford. Like, I thought it was nice that Spurs did it um, in the preseason game. But the fact that Brentford did it as well, I wasn't expecting that. Um, so, so it's just a really nice touch. And I don't know if that's going to be a running thing. I don't know how it's going to go down when they do it and then immediately after he bangs in the goal or whatever. I don't know. But the fact that they're acknowledging what happened following the Euros, you know, hats off. And like I said already, their fans were going nuts from the time they scored the first goal. So their fans and even after the game, they they were party in. Like they were going nuts. So hats off to them fans because they waited a long time to be back in the premiership and to have a game like this. So yeah, they they deserved it. Their fans deserved it, man. We, our team didn't deserve shit. They didn't deserve anything from that game. We took off Martinelli and brought on Nelson. Again, didn't, didn't make no change. I don't... There's certain players that I need to get around to speaking to in this team because I don't know what the plan is or what's happening with these guys. Like, I don't understand it. Um, and that was about it. I think Tavares came on for Chambers. Yeah. Again, nothing. And yeah, that was it. I can't really, I can't really talk more on the game because... We just kind of bowed out. We just kind of like, after that second goal went in, you saw a few heads drop. They had another few chances on the long ball. And I mean, Tony was just like, Tony was just having fun up there. He's playing with his brethren. They're playing two up front, which you don't really see a lot in the league. So I don't know if they're going to test a few defences in that way because a lot of defences ain't used to playing against a couple forwards. So who knows? They might test a few people like that, but hey, they were chilling. They were they were playing ball. They were knocking it about between them. They were like, you know, they were doing Olays in the first half. <laughs> I can't even forget that. Like in the first half, they were their fans were Olaying in the first half against Arsenal. Oh my god, man! Ah oh, man, it's sad. It's sad times, but this is this is what was happening. This is what was going on. Um, but I, I got some questions though, man, because I need to know what's going on with the transfers, the transfer window, man. It is, it's a shambles. It's an absolute shambles. There's too many guys in this team. Like, even if you just look at the goalkeeping situation where we've got Leno, and he's looking shaky. Rudderson was moving mad last season and they don't want to put him back between the sticks. And then we just promoted the young uh, goalkeeper, the third goalkeeper. So we've really only got a first goalkeeper and a third goalkeeper. We're in the market for a second one. We can't even get a second one. And we're going to go and get Kia, Kia's mate who 
who's old and playing at Barca, but because he's Edu's boy, we're, we're going to go get him. Basically, they just made enough noise about Ramsdale for all the fans to wholeheartedly say, we don't want Ramsdale. And then they're going to say, okay, well, you said you don't want Ramsdale. So here we go. And we got Neto for you. And it's another one of Kia's boys. And he's going to be on a good contract. And he's going to be chilling. And we already got one of those guys in William. Just chilling. Why are we going to go and get another one of these guys? And that's just the goalkeeping situation. The centre-back situation, He's they brought in White. Like I said, I ain't seen too much of White, so I'm going to hold my opinion on White. We've got, we got a reserve left-back, which seems like the best bit of business we needed to do because I don't ever want to see Xhaka play him there again, ever. I, d- I don't even want to see Xhaka in the team, but we'll get to that. we got no right-back whatsoever. For the fact that we're starting with Chambers as right back, it tells you that Bellerin, Suarez, <sighs> Maitland-Niles, what's happening with these guys? Because if we're starting with the season with Chambers at right back, all these guys should be in the bin and we should be going for a right back because Chambers ain't no right back and he's starting ahead of all of them and he played Nearly the whole game. And then when he came off, we put, we put a left back in the right back position. So there's no faith in them. So what's happening with those three players? That's, again, I have no idea. The fact that we flirted with the idea of selling Xhaka and boosted everyone like, yeah, finally we're going to move on from this dead midfield. Now we're offering them a contract. And he's about to sign a new deal. What? <laughs> like, seriously, what is going on? We got Lukonga. He looks decent. But again, we didn't buy him as a starting player. So he should ideally be coming on off the bench. Party's injured. So we're light in midfield. Bearing in mind that we, we haven't got Odegaard. We we haven't got Ceballos. That's two midfielders that was there. We just let Joe Willock go. So that's three midfielders now that we're light of from last season. And last season, our midfield was dead. But we've got three less bodies in there. So now we've got Elneny, Lukonga and Xhaka. I, I don't even want to say those names again in tandem. It, it's, it's disgusting. Man, Maitland Niles, yeah, what's happening with him? Willian, what's happening with him? Nelson, what is happening with him? He's been around the club all last season. He didn't go on loan. He can't get in the first team, yet he's around. Now he's starting a first team game because uh, we had other players that are just sick. Saka's just come back from his holiday. Martinelli's just come back from the uh, Olympics. And you got our two strikers sick. So what is going on with this team? I have no idea. Like you got a Bamiyang looking rusty as hell. And everyone's just wishing that he did, did good. I thought if this guy played today, this is going to be the game that he's going to get some goals. Because, you know, he's playing against guys that are just not used to playing against him. And he's, and they'd just come up, they might have a bit of space, but we didn't even get to see none of that. 
Didn't get to see none of that because the boys weren't well. Lacazette, who's been playing the best in preseason, but again, the guy, he's out of contract in less than a year now. He's out of contract. What are we doing? And I know there's still time in the transfer window. I get that. I get there's still time in the transfer window, but the season started now. And the question that I have is, like, can we afford to just chuck away, say, nine points? Because by the time we reach end of August, since transfer window's done, we lost already. And now we got Chelsea and Man City coming up in the league. Can we afford to just chuck away nine points? Considering that it was like, what, six points we missed out on top four last season? Six points. And we're doing it again. We're chucking points away at the beginning of the season and then hoping to play catch up. And then come January, we're going to say, oh yeah, but we went an amazing run. You know, we would have been first if we um, if the league started in January. What the f- What the hell is that, man? Come out of here with all that talk. The season starts now and we're not prepared. We ain't got the players that we need to get into top four. And even if the players that we have at the moment played nines and tens, they can't even get into top four. So what is happening with this team? I have no idea. There's so much contract stuff to be sorted out. I haven't even spoke on Eddie as well. What's going on with Eddie? If he's going Palace or if he's going somewhere else, sell the man, get the business done and let's get the get the next body in the club. If we're going for a striker, go for the striker. If we're going for two midfielders, well, I think we need at least two. At least. I think we need a right back and at least two midfielders before I even begin to think about the striking situation. But the fact that we might have Xhaka trying to play through balls makes me sick. The fact that um, we're relying, we're relying on Smithrow and Saka makes me sick. These are young boys. These guys, these guys should be the sprinkling on top of the nice cake. But no, these guys are the man that we're relying on week in, week out. And then when they have a shit game, the fans are going to be on their back. Lokonga is going to be broken by the end of this season. And we got what? African Cup of Nations to look forward to breaking up the season as well. Look, these guys got some serious work to do in the next like two weeks. And I'm talking serious work. Otherwise, people are going to be on their neck. People are going to be on their neck, man. And I'm just telling it how it is. I'm not even saying I'm coming for man, but I'm just telling you how it is. People are going to be on their neck and it's their own fault. It's their own fault. Arteta and Edu have created this environment now where we lose against Chelsea at home. We all know, we all know the backlash that's coming. We all know the booze that's coming at the end of the game. We all know the headlines that's going to be in the papers and Mikel's going to do the thing that Mikel always seems to be doing every time we lose a game. Short answers, tightening up his lip, like, like that's cutting it. Like, all right, you're pissed. What are you doing about it? Like, who are you running to? Because right now, you should be 
Mikel should be running into the uh, board meetings with Edu and the Cronkies and he should be going on like De Niro in fucking Goodfellas. Like, I want my money today, today. Like, give me that signing now. But instead, he's running in there like a joker and, and the Cronkies and, and Edu are like, they're treating man like, you know, like he's Tommy. And they're spider. They got him on a pay no mind list. They ain't looking for him. It's a madness. Like you should be battling. He was at the end of last season. Mikel Arteta was telling everybody he's got the full backing. And even before the end of the season, he was saying the squad needs work. And I haven't got the players to implement what I want to do. But the club's going to back me. The club's going to back me. What's, what backing's happening? That's what everyone wants to know. What backing is happening? Because right now, it looks like we're struggling to sell players and we can't even bring any players in. Last January, we had to just terminate contracts. We can't get rid of these players because you put them on stupid contracts. And now you're going to do the same thing with like Neto. I can see it. Neto's going to be on a stupid contract and he's just going to be sitting there. And that's the kind of business that's going to be happening. And I ain't even been able to talk about anything good so far. I haven't even really been talking about anything good. The good things that have come out of the game, Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe, well done, Smith Rowe. That guy is a baller. Like the way he's turning on the ball and running through, running on goal. And he's just, he's doing these cute little passes. He's... He's having like a shot when he can, when he's got space. But Smith Rowe was doing his thing. Tierney was doing his thing. Tierney was up and down that left-hand side. Admittedly, it's, it's, it's like, okay, well, the rest of the back line need to know what to do. When he's doing that, what are the rest of the back line doing? Because he's there. He didn't really get the balls in. He put a couple of good ones in. He put a few into the mixer and he put a couple onto the edge of the box that I think if the... The normal guys were there. If it was Aubameyang, Lacazette, it's probably going to lead to a shot on goal. But them two guys doing their thing. Lokonga had a good game. I think he was, um, again, sorry. Lokonga, the way um, he was spinning away from players, like again, I like it. I like it. The fact that the person next to Lokonga, I can see his pass four touches before he makes the pass is annoying as fuck but we can't get away from that at the moment because they look like they're going to offer the man a stupid contract and he's going to be stuck at the club what are you doing what's going on so boy those are the only good the only good things I can talk about I can't even talk about Leno being a good thing because Leno was going on with some crazy stuff in that game so I don't even know. And then the fact that none of the none of the guys that have been at the club come out and face the media afterwards, it annoys the hell out of me, man. It annoys the hell out of me that none of you guys can come and speak up when it's needed. And I, yeah, I'm just gonna dead it there because if I go on any longer, it's it's just gonna be me moaning, 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 and that's not what I'm here for. But Arsenal, man, fix up, please. Just fix up because that is not 
I can't watch that. <laughs> First game of the season. Man's ruined his whole Friday night and all sorts. <laughs> First game of the season, you know. Nah, it's too much. It's too much. The last, the last thing, the last thing actually I'm going to say is what's happened to our set pieces? Like, last year we didn't concede that many goals from set pieces. And I think last year was an exception. I think the year before it was the usual. Last year we seemed like we were doing something okay. We weren't scoring goals from set pieces, but we weren't conceding goals from set pieces. I think we were one of the lowest in the league and conceding goals from set pieces. Now, I don't know what's happened over the summer, but from pre-season going on to today, all our goals are coming from set pieces or like second second phase, third phase, like they're, they're, they're being birthed from a set piece. I don't understand what's happened. Like, what's changed? Are we not doing something now that we used to be doing? We're not doing the same drills anymore. What's going on? We've got, it can't just be David Luiz is gone and that's it. No one's, no one's telling the next man who's beside him. That's your ball. You go ahead of that. I, I can't believe that that's it. Something must be going on with the set pieces because now we're just, we're just going to be a target, man. Every club going to do a stoke against us and start flinging in balls and just playing for corners, all that kind of nonsense. Like, what is going on? But yet, we're not even freshening anything up. This is the problem that I have with Arteta and the coaching staff. It's like, we got eighth twice now. We got eighth twice and none of the coaching staff is being freshened up. What's going on? What's happening here, man? There's pure questions. There's pure questions that, hey, if any of you guys, if any of you guys got the answers, let me know because I'm baffled. I am totally baffled at what's going on. And I don't know how, how it's going to change. I'm optimistic that they're going to do something. But I think this club's just going to bring in Neto and Odegaard. And if I'm right, I'm pissed. Uh, this is supposed to be the summer of wholesale change because we finished eighth back to back and the first time that we missed out on European football for 25 years and our starting lineup is going to only consist of Odegaard on a permanent, Ben White, because all the rest should be bench players. They should be bench players if that's all we're bringing in. I don't even want to talk about names, who we could be after, blah, 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 because I'm just going to, I'm just going to get myself hyped and then it ain't going to happen. And then I'm going to be pissed going into the, the next month. So let me just leave it there that um, next week, I'm hoping that we're going to have um, just an exciting show for you guys. So Make sure you tune in next week. Um, before I go, though, let me just quickly run through some of the um, player ratings. So I'll start off at Leno. Like I've already said on the goal, on the second goal, let me think. Um, oh, yeah, the, the blocking off. No, I, you know what? I don't even want to do these ratings, man. Leno, 
I can't even give you a five. Five is standard for me. Five is standard. Five is you come out and you was calm. I'm going to have to give you a four. I did not like the way you was playing at all. I could even lower that down to a three, but I'm just trying not to be too hard. It's first game of the season. I'm trying, I'm trying to be kind. <laughs> so I'll give you a four. Um, Tierney, I'll give a seven. Um, he was working his socks off. Um, could have done better on that second goal though, but he was just out of position. Because he's bombing forward so much, he's out of position. So I'm not blaming him for that second goal. Uh, Mary, hmm, I don't know, man. I need to see that. I need to see Ben White with Gabriel. I think that's what I need to see. Because if it's Ben White and Mary, I think we're gonna have some problems this year. Um, I think he was okay. He won. I think he won more jewels than what Ben White did. Um, because he can jump, and I'm not even trying to bust joke. He so. Mary five. Ben White, man, he didn't even get the scraps off Tony. Tony is just having fun. Nah, Ben White's got to be a four. I don't even want to be too harsh on you either, but it's got to be a four. Chambers, I don't know what's happened to Chambers here because th this is the kind of guy that you bring in every now and again and he'll put in a decent effort. Today, Every shot, every cross is hitting that man standing right in front of him. Just blasting it right into the man's back, blasting it into his head. Uh, what's going on? Chambers, you're getting a four. Four. Shaka. I don't even want to talk about I know there was one moment in that first half, I think it was, when we played the ball back to Leno. And... Leno did a short pass out to Xhaka and my man is standing there like he's got all the time in the world, people. Like he's literally just like, he ain't even looking over his shoulder. That's how confident he is. He's got all the time in the world. He ain't even looking over his shoulder and the man's getting closed down. He loses the ball. Like it could have been a madness. It was typical Xhaka things going on there. Xhaka, again, you're lucky to get a four from me. Um, Lakonga, I thought he was decent. I'll give him a six. And then Smithrow, I'll give a seven as well. I think he worked his socks off as well. He was trying, just no one else was on the same page. Pepe needs a bit of what Smithrow has in terms of his, um, his low, his capacity to just dead a ball straight away and not have to take too many touches. Pepe's problem is he takes about six touches before he can move with the ball. And as one of the senior players in this game, they should be looking at Pepe like, do your thing, bro. Show us what you got. My man's blasting the ball, trying to aim for top bins. And he's blasting it off target. Work the goalkeeper at least, bro. Like, no, for me, Pepe, you get a six and I'm being generous. Martinelli didn't even really get into the game because every time the ball was going down the left-hand side, Xhaka was playing it back to the right or 
Um, he'll play it so late to Tierney that by the time the ball's got to Tierney, the man's on Tierney and he's got to pass it backwards instead of going forwards and connecting with Martinelli. So Martinelli is a bit, it's a bit unlucky, but I can't give you more than a four or five. And the same with Balogun. I think he worked his socks off. He should have had a penalty in my eyes. Um, I thought it was a pen, but it just, it's just unlucky. It's one of those games that it was a chance for him to show what he can do. And I just don't think he, I think the occasion maybe got to him or whatever. He didn't get the rubber of the green on a lot of decisions or, or a lot of connections like with the players around him. He's running one way and the other guy's not anticipating him going there. The only long balls he was getting from White and they weren't hitting the mark like, or Leno, neither of them balls were kind of hitting the mark. So it's a bit unlucky for Balogun and Martinelli. I'm not going to get on these guys' cases. I'm not even going to get on Smith Rowe or Sacco or all these young guys because these guys should not be bearing the brunt of the lack of experience that we have in this team. So, yeah, let me leave it like that. People, I am Silent Noise and like I said, this is the rebrand now. 49 undefeated. Check in when you can. We'll be back again next week. Peace out.